in a world for friends one mission to bring freedom to everyone involved dude what the fuck are you doing doing a thing for the podcast just say the name fine it's the freedom friends podcast Deathly ill, dude. After last, you year. probably did, caught COVID. Did you pick up a high point? Um, like touch one at the high point booth. I might have licked one. I don't yeah, know. That's, that's, where, do that's where it starts. That's how you actually if you prevent don't, COVID. If you don't touch if, anything if, at the high point booth, if you, you will not get sick at shot. Trip. If you if you lick a yeet cannon, though, it's basically it's like taking an anthrax shot. <laughs> it's like it's like getting anthrax. What yeah. is your yeah. definition of a yeet can? That's what the remember uh, the one with the money wrapped the money wrapped. No, oh, that one point. it literally just says yeet oh, cannon yeah, yeah. on the high, side of the high slide. point made a yeet cannon. <laughs> it's just one of their nine mils. They let well the problem is they let fans name the motherfucker and of course the internet happened. <laughs> and the internet was like call it yeet cannon, <laughs> which I'm good with. I'm fine with that. Are we rolling? Of course we are. Oh, we are rolling. So, oh. So this is how we do it. We're live yeah. already. Rock fuck. and roll. <laughs> well, not really can we live. curse on this oh, one? No, you can't. I'm, I'm, can. I'm fucking kidding, obviously. <laughs> yeah. motherfuckers. You just got to wait for that algorithm. You know, it's yeah. like, uh, what, point three seconds in before you can say fuck, I think? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, because that's usually how we start it. Like, fuck boys. Right. <laughs> it is time for the fucking Freedom Friends podcast. Not fuck boys, but hey, fuck boys. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. See, so you get it. You I'm get assuming it. anyway. The, uh, the comma is just wherever you want it. It is uh, time, though, boys, for the Freedom Friends podcast. I'm going to pay some bills real fast. Brought to you by Robertson Insurance Group, LLC. Aaron uh, Robertson. Aaron. Yeah, but it's called Robertson Insurance Group, LLC. Oh, I, the fucked card it, guy. I fucked it up again. God damn it, man. Uh, hit him up. Info at AaronRobertsonInsurance.com for all your local insurance needs. If you're in the San Antonio area. Also brought to you uh, by WarfighterTobacco.com. Use that code Freedom Friends. Screw yourself that sweet 15% off discount. And OWellness.us. Use code Freedom Friends 25. Get you a quarter off your order over there for all your CBD needs. Now the bills are fucking paid. Coming at you. Not even fucking close to live from where? San Antonio, Texas. At the Warfighter Tobacco Studio. You got damn right. And tonight we got Logan Stark. What's up, buddy? Hey, fellas. How we're doing? <laughs> how are you, man? I'm happy to be here. Yeah. We're happy you're here, man. Yeah. I know it's uh, it's funny because we fucking go way back or it feels way back well, at this let, point. Let's, let's figure that out. When did we meet? Because I think I we, say me and was, you met first. I think. Yeah, it was 2016 or 2017. I can't remember. And, and what were we doing? There was a lot of full auto goggles. No no, 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 no. We met before that. Was that was way before that. We, we that was like we, a year or two years before that. Way to put him on the spot. Too guys. much well, tequila. We, we we met on the filming of Range Fifteen. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's right. And that was twenty fifteen. Yeah. Twenty fifteen. That's, that's right. when we met. Yeah. 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 And uh, I at the time, Warfighter did not even exist. It was a thought in my head, and I believe you were the very first person I ran the idea pie to start a cigar company. Yeah, because you guys were just running the gun store at that. That's point. right. Yeah. Silencer yeah. headquarters at the time. Yeah. Fucking look at you now. Right? Yeah. Yeah, a little encouragement. Look for, at us. A little encouragement look from this us. motherfucker. <laughs> and we start a whole goddamn company that's uh, five five years old now. Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah, it was just because my memory just went back to um, the fuck hipster coffee commercial. Yeah, which is great. Which um, some fucking publication read a hit piece on us today. And um, did they, they, yeah, they, they did uh, they did this like all encompassing like black rifle coffee. And back when. 
uh, Evan was first on uh, one of the news channels. Like they used the shit out of yeah, that fuck all hipster copy. Like what the was fuck my ass did we just watch? <laughs> I was on national news. I'm like, uh, so that's hey, how mom. that's how <laughs> that's how Silencer headquarters fucked over Black Rifle Coffee. Uh, but it was amazing to do. It was fun. It was a shitload of fun. That and, that, awesome. and that was back when, man, like we were just like the only thing running through our fucking brains was like, let's go have some fucking fun. Yes. And right. like film it a little bit. Like, what's the craziest shit that we can do? Yeah. And you're so, like, well, I got fucking 18 full auto Glocks. I was like, well, I think no, we can I have that. 11 full auto Glock 18s. A kilt and an M60. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Carter's got a cannon. And I don't know. Cannon. Cannon. The cannon's here. Yeah. yeah. God, fucking Carter was he was famous that shot show because you guys released that video like two days before shot show. Yep. And Carter, every we'd walk around and be like, You're the fucking cannon guy. Yeah. And Carter was like, He was a fucking, he was living it up. He's yeah. a rock star. Yeah, and everybody's like, John's that t- domestic terrorist guy who Seriously. wears a fucking kilt, man. We'll give him a belt fed gun. Speaking, no speaking, <laughs> speaking of that kilt, uh, somebody had to edit that video. They did. Was it just all balls? It was. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm really proud yeah, of you. I wouldn't do it any other way, my friend. No, and it was funny because we had, fuck, we probably had 25, 30 people on the range that day when we were filming. Yeah. And uh, so we're getting ready to do this. And I go to my truck and I fucking bust my kilt on. And one of the guys is like, you better not have underwear on on that. And I'm like, how else do you fucking wear a kilt? Like, bitches, this yeah. is my first time. And then I don't know if it was you or somebody else that was had the idea of putting a, the camera on the ground and having me walk over it. <laughs> and then everyone's like, you won't do it. And I'm like, why the fuck not? It's not like they can put it in the video. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just okay with it. That does exist somewhere. And today, like, you could probably just reuse that clip and start an OnlyFans with it if you want. Right? Yeah. yeah. Chester yeah. Extraordinaire. I can add it to Two Dudes, One Blind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> OnlyFans.com slash Chester Extraordinaire. <laughs> we're we're ahead of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've been talking about this one That's for a okay. while. Catch up. Um, well uh logan thanks for coming on the show man uh making the long trip out here to uh, the warfighter tobacco studios it's a fucking trip huh it's a trek yeah yeah i'm um i live this side of town so i'm like man yeah no i'm trying to get north a little bit i live like pretty much downtown san antonio and um all the cool shits like north you know yeah yeah new Braunfels is fun new Braunfels, bernie that's like mostly where everything is going on with us these days so i'm used to the fucking I just Half bought I just bought a house in uh, Bulverde, so uh, fancy halfway in between. Dude, yeah. he's so fucking fancy. Yeah, I was living in a shitty rental for two years. Fuck you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was living in a camper behind a shop for six months. You <laughs> were my friend. I own a house close to where your shitty rental was, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> but you own it, so you can do what you want with it. I I just had to live with the fucking shitty neighbors. I, just, I don't know, man. I'm in the burbs. It's fucking. It's it's Burb City out there. Did you I don't your, know. fix your fence yet? There's two panels still that I have yet to replace, but it's on the way. So, Logan, since you're our guest, give us a little background and what you do now. Tell us about what oh, you God. Tell us about you, Logan. Well, Start in the third grade. Yeah, Is anything was, before that's just fucking stupid? Your first boner. That's what we want to know about. <laughs> that was um, July 89. Nice. Good oh, year. Good yeah. year, 89. I was yeah. three. <laughs> and um Coming off do you guys rating. remember um animal house that movie yeah yeah absolutely yeah, my parents had a copy of that on vhs and man i just i loved it i enjoyed <laughs> it a lot um no i'm uh from michigan originally that's right joined the joined the marine corps out of high school and fucking did that whole bit for a while did the infantry route there yeah what year did you join uh oh seven you're a okay. state guy right yep 
Yeah. Yep. I uh, I went in as a assaultman. They were like, "This is the hardest thing, and you have to be smart to do this job." I was not like, even a thing anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Was that 50, 52? 51. 51. Toe yeah. gunners was fifty two. Fifty two. Yeah. Yep. I'm a thirty one. Okay. By trade. Fucking so, brat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they looked at me and they were like, "You're big and dumb." You're a 31. <laughs> Roger that. Which is true. That's yeah. literally how they pick people for to yeah. be a machine gunner. I, w- I, wish, like, I wish I was kidding. Yeah. <laughs> the army like, does the same thing. John and I were both yeah. machine gunners. You have the traps. Yeah. You're going to be a machine gunner. Yeah. And then I got tired of walking. I, I moved to tracks. So I spent the rest of my time as a, in, rocking that pug life in tracks. Yeah. See, that's how I ended up uh, as a scout sniper was they threw me in a fucking weapons company and I was in the back of a Humvee and I was like, well, this fucking sucks. I'm not doing anything I was trained to do. So um, I had a I had a really good mentor. Uh, during my first deployment in the Corps, uh, Lieutenant Cassidy, uh, former uh, stay guy himself, uh, Silver Star recipient, and he kind of took me under his wing. You, my just, first deployment. you just interviewed him, didn't you? No, no, I haven't nope. said that. He's still in. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah. What's he? At, what's he sitting at now? Uh, full burden. Uh, no, I think he's a lieutenant colonel right now. Nice. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, fucking stand up human man, and like um, that kind of started the course of like you know. Having having really good people um, kind of direct me where um, to the to the better parts of the Marine Corps, I think. And um, he fucking worked me up that first pump and fucking did the doc, got in, uh, went to school in Hawaii. I was the last class to go through in the Hawaii Scout Sniper School. Yeah, you're a two five guy, right? Two five, and then jumped to three five for uh, the last Afghan pump. Nice. Yeah, and then got out, went to school. Um, Kind of haphazardly, you guys remember Funker 530, yeah. the, yeah. uh, the combat porn blog? Sure. Um, I did a documentary while I was going to school, which was kind of like a before, during, and after um, about my Afghanistan employment. And that really was what got my my toe dipped in the whole content spiel, sure. like making videos. It was kind of by accident because I was that guy. What did you go to school for? Uh, my degree is in professional writing. Oh, okay. Which sounds like some fucking unicorn bullshit. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is that? Man? Like, I mean, dude, mine's in criminal justice, bro, and I make dick jokes all day. Well, that makes day. sense, like, though. Like, no, you know, you, like, you go be a cop, you can be a fucking agent, whatever. But professional writing, like, it, it just sounds like a made up profession. Um, but so I was, I was that guy when I was deployed, um, because it was. That deployment was 2010, and that was like right at the advent that people like started getting head cams and stuff like that. Like uh, people had those first iteration yeah. of GoPros and stuff like that, and yep. then a lot of guys were rocking point and shoot cameras. And I I don't know why, but I kind of just made it my thing where I would go around and collect everybody's footy and just throw it on a hard drive, and and then it just started compiling and compiling. We had some fucking reporters jump in with us, and I just scooped all this stuff up, and I had the chance to do a a longer form project when I was in the the latter part of my career field. And I was like, I'm going to fucking put this rad documentary together and use all this combat footy I did. And, you know, just kind of doing it as like a kind of a cathartic thing, you know, fucking process all that shit. And uh, I was like, I'm just going to throw this up on YouTube. And this was like end of 2013, 2014, somewhere in there. And like it fucking exploded. Like I remember waking up one morning and um, my face was on the Detroit free press. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Like what the fuck happened? Um, and then uh, the guys at Funker reached out to me like, hey, man, like come fucking jam with us. And I was like, cool. So I did that for a little bit. And then um, we all met up in Whitefish, Montana for uh, 
Chris Peranto's book signing for uh, his 13 mm-hmm. Hours in Benghazi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, people hate it when they fucking hear ice. Yeah, they're, they're used to it. They bitch about that. We pop the bottles in the mic just, yeah. just because. Yeah. We okay. like taunting people Fuck that anyway, yeah. Sometimes matter. I'll be a dick. Just put gum in and start smacking <laughs> gum. Just to be an <laughs> the asshole. best part is when somebody lights a cigar. And yeah. then they that's a soothing sound. I like that. Ooh. It's like ASMR with John. Nice. <laughs> uh so yeah, I fucking so I met cover. Evan and Matt and Jared and fucking Marty Scovland out there. And it's kind of funny looking at that because that's the crew that fucking runs everything now right, for Black right. Rifle. And um got Evan's like, dude, fucking come out to Salt Lake City. Let's let's do this thing. And you know, I wouldn't say the rest is history, but that was back yeah. in, in 2015, the thing that got rolling. And then I think it was probably a couple months after that when we met on Range 15. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, nice. when we did the uh, the Fuck Hipster coffee video, I think that was one of the first um, kind of bigger videos that you did with Black Rifle, wasn't it? Yeah, I would say that was um, th- the biggest production I worked on when we mm-hmm. did it. Yeah. And it was very much like that was my... Um, your trial piece, I yeah, guess you could say. Like, hey. And it's been fucking the company ever since. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a couple of videos I've made uh, that we've removed just because like yeah, you, know, you look the, back the, the at the best that ones and you're like, what the fuck right. were we doing? There was this one. Um, did you guys ever meet Meg, the redhead chick? She um she were, she like ran the skateboard company. I don't think in the so. northeast. I she she was like in on the Keep the, talking. the battle the battle oh. box stuff. I don't know. Anyway, I was like, let's film the. It was right when you guys remember Pokemon Go mm-hmm. when that thing was fucking everywhere yeah. and you just hated it. Yeah, because you saw it. 2017 and, and there were just ish. people yeah there's just people walking around on their phones like randomly running in i'm like yeah. this is the fucking downfall of society. <laughs> I remember I had some fucking like 35 year old man. Try to get in my backyard because there was a fucking Charizard <laughs> back there. And I was like, I will fucking shoot you, dude. Yeah, I wonder how many people got shot over that game. For real, dude. Yeah. And then like I had like a little kid go, sir, can I go in your backyard? And I was like, like yes, in. you can. The guy was standing there and I was like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I need my Pikachu. Dude. <laughs> get the fuck off my property. I was like, go get him, dude. Go get him. But so this video started out with... Uh, this chick Meg and she was literally sawing body pieces. And then it was literally that a couple guys jumped a fence who were playing Pokemon go. Um, and then she murders them both. And that was the commercial. That's a great video. It didn't last on the internet very long, you know, yeah. whatever it happens. Yeah. You know, we refine ourselves and move forward. It is yeah, what yeah. it is. Dude. That's amazing. That's amazing. And now you guys are doing full production, like crazy fucking legit fucking videos, man. It's awesome. Yeah, it's been, a, dude, it's been so crazy because like I was literally on the phone with all the Hoonigan guys today, yes. the dudes that produce fucking Jim Connors and yeah. shit like that. And I remember uh, watching Jim Connor seven, the one that they did in L.A. Yeah. It's like the fucking raddest video with that hoonicorn and yeah, they're just with the burning, Mustang. Yep. yep. Yeah. Burning out through all the fucking iconic places in LA. And I'm on the phone with the guy that fucking produces those videos, pitching him an idea. And I'm like, 
I fucking sold peas in Greenville, Michigan. <laughs> How the fuck did this happen? Right. You know, but it's dude, it's it's such a fucking fun ride because it's just like a bunch of fucking dudes who are like, "What's the most epic shit that we can do?" Yeah, to entertain our audience and those that support us and and put that out into the world and like kind of have this whole like "fuck you" mentality, which is you know it's a it's a spicy thing to have in this day and age you know yeah cancel culture is a huge thing like last night that fucking um that jeep commercial on the super bowl you guys know that one it was just like a fucking motivational like americana yeah commercial and like they got eaten alive for i'm like what's going on it's because of who they use to to preach unity when he has never preached unity in all of his life until now that's the problem Yeah. yeah Well, then it was just like I think they 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 stated the reunited states of America, and it's like, bitch, yeah, watch that, you know, like like you're talking to a bunch of fucking like who watches the Super Bowl? I guarantee you, it's not the demographic that they think it is. Well, it's you know, everybody. Like, everybody watches the Super Bowl. But, yeah, but like I'm talking about the hardcore fucking football fans. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, but, but if it's he, not the dude who doesn't he, know what fucking bathroom to use. But if he if he wanted unity, Springsteen, right? If he wanted unity, yeah. why didn't they do that commercial two years ago? Sure. Well, right? I mean, and we all know why, dude. Yeah, we know why. It was unpopular. I, I mean, I think that's that's the problem. It's, I just love the fact when you look at all the commercials collectively, and you look at the people that they hired to be in those commercials. You had like John Travolta. You had fucking uh, the guys from Wayne's World. Like, you had all these people. Fucking Cardi B. From, you know, forever ago. <laughs> right? And how many right. new people? How many new yeah. current, like, mainstream people did they have in these commercials? There, I mean, there was a, a couple, but. I mean, like, there was a lot of throwback. I'll say, yeah. I'll say <laughs> this. The, the message was on point, right? I, I don't disagree with the message. What I, what I, I think they. they it's a slap in the face when you when you know who's fucking preaching the fucking lie, right? Like I, I don't know. I, sure, sure. I, that's why I was kind of yeah. And like I uh, I saw this thing, like all these big corporate companies like Coke and Little Caesars, like they're all just back and out of these big ad spaces now because they're like, like why? Like yeah, sure. They look at like that fucking Gillette commercial that ran a couple of years ago, which right. like obviously got a bunch of hate for that, but. <clears throat> the toxic masculinity one yeah that yeah. one um but it's like yeah what like these guys these corporate entities that have a fuckload of money to lose they're like mm, i'll just skip this one right yeah like, yeah i participate yeah and it was then we were like we were all over at matt's house watching the the super bowl last night and we we're like i think it's time i think it's time for a super bowl commercial yeah we're gonna put go. that on the to-do list for nice. next year nice. that'd yeah. be awesome yeah but yeah man like this uh you know we're working with fucking corridor digital now who are like these rad dudes fucking crushing the content game out of LA. Like they do these react videos that get millions of views within 24 hours release. And it's like, man, this is just like, I don't want to say like, we've gotten to the point, like, you know, we fucking made it, but it like, it's just really fucking enjoyable to like have this fucking, like the only thing that's holding you back is your own personal creativity. Right. See, and that's, what's cool, man, is the, the, the ability to work for a place that gives you creative control like that. You know what I mean? Like that's liberating, man. Like that is fucking freedom. 
right there. That's what freedom really is about. And especially here in America, you know what I mean? That's something that just, it should be valued. Like, you know, and, and, and it looks like you do value it. You know what I mean? Because you recognize how lucky you are. You know what I mean? Like you said, you were selling peas back in Wisconsin yeah. a few years Michigan. ago. Or in Michigan. <laughs> My bad. It's all cheese. It's all cheese to me. It's all cheese to me. It's just all cheese, that whole you guys got better. I, I believe you guys got better deer up there. So, uh, better you know, deer hunting. That, but, that's, uh, that's quite the controversial conversation about where the best whitetail is, but um, eh, Nebraska's not bad. Nebraska, Iowa's pretty fucking good too. Where yeah. you know Michigan's cars, Wisconsin's definitely got the best cheese. So yeah, they do. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, hands down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but like is. I said, like you know, you recognize that you were there a few years ago, and now you're working for this amazing company that provides well, you that that creative control to and, to and, and just be expressive. And not only you know? are you working for the company, but now you're. Do I understand it right? You're you're on the ownership team yeah right? yeah i fucking made partner this year that's fucking so, amazing. awesome which that's, is that's so awesome yeah w- which is like you know to to have that be the case and then like man my whole fucking mentality like everything I, like what have you been fucking working on for the last 12 months is like man we've hired so many fucking vets in, in the last we fucking doubled our employees right in 2020 yeah when all this shit is going on and it's like man that's such a f- like a awesome lighthouse to have to to be in this fucking vehicle to be on this train to be like you ready to fucking come aboard motherfucker like let's rock and roll like jump in the fire let's go you know and and it's pretty unique and it presents its own uh challenges along the way because it's like man we're all fucking knuckle draggers yeah like every (laughs) single one of us was the american dream was in a fucking infantry role (laughs) right and now we're like having to deal with, you know, millions upon millions of dollars of budget. And we're like, are we fucking capable of doing this? <laughs> Who the fuck it's, put me in charge yeah, of like, this? Well, that's why you like, you, you need to hire out. You know what I mean? Cause like, if you put that shit in like the hands of like morons like us, dude, we're going to fuck it up. Well, like, so like, I, th- I think one to- of the, one of the biggest lessons we learned as a company is that, uh, when you have people that are used to being in the military that have a budget that they have to spend. Oh, Jesus. Versus yeah. a budget. A that, fucking end like, of September when everybody's yeah, just like, dumping like, shit. Like, like, yeah. No, 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 no. That's how it worked there. We experienced here, this. Here, you don't need to spend the whole budget. Like, if you don't, we get to make more money. Yeah, you like to keep some. And, and Scott's talking about the first year that Warfighter yeah. was a company. Yeah. And it, it, it was bad. Yeah. Some, something bad happened. Something popped too. off. Yeah. Got some yeah. sirens coming through. Yeah. Uh-oh. What'd you do, Gary? You just got fucking pardoned, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> God damn it, Gary. <laughs> but, uh, Jesus. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's been, and for, for Warfighter, right? Like, uh, being, I wouldn't say associated with Black Rifle, but we've been friends and we've been, like, we started at very similar times, right? And to be able to parallel and watch you guys grow cr- crazy. Like, you guys are huge, right? Yeah, exponentially. That's a great word. Dude, I was um, thinking, yeah, I was thinking about this on the way, on the drive up here, because you guys came out and you fucking helped out with uh, one of the last videos we worked on. Right, right. Uh, the, the, the soft versus zombie. Soft which versus is a, a, a phenomenal video, yep. by the yeah. way. Phenomenally done. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, Got to give a lot of credit to, to the fucking internal crew. Um, Matt fucking crushed that one and that concept. And, it was like the special effects in that were like, yeah. I, I hope people look at like these motherfuckers. Like, the, are they fucking serious? The, the <laughs> coolest thing that I like about that is, I mean, we were there filming and, and that's not the first time that we were involved in a production that you guys have done. Um, 
but what I really like what you guys did is you guys put out a behind the scenes of the production of that particular video. And I don't think a lot of people truly understand the amount of work that you guys put in and the amount of, of meetings and thought process in scripting and, and all of that. Because I think yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, they just had to set up a camera and they just have fun. Like, yeah. no. no yeah, like, that, I've watched, yeah, how long did it take you to film that? No, no, <laughs> weeks, like, right? I've, I've held cameras for JT before in Salt Lake and for fucking 15 different shoots because the dude said the guy that was had a line to say said the wrong word in the line. And JT's like, stop. Nope, that's not what you're supposed to say. And yeah. I, I'm, just, I'm holding the camera just like, whoa. Oh, okay. This is way different than how I pictured it. You yeah. know, yeah. You ever yeah. do anything with Jack Mandeville? Yeah. Every fucking line's different. Yeah. <laughs> God, I fucking love Jack. We all Jack. love Jack. Jack's my fucking spirit animal. Yeah. 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 I love Jack. But you guys came out to that and like, you know, we've, we've kind of, uh, yeah, we've at least dipped our toe in this world to where it's like, you gotta, you gotta be very delicate with the people you bring on set and like, you know, you got to make sure there's certain regulations, but, and like you guys showed up, it was fucking cold. It was raining. You, and you guys, guys were, volunteering to fall and like, you know, Hey, we're going to throw you in this raggedy yeah. ass clothing. Yeah. We're going to make you fall in water. The one guy that <laughs> fell into the water, he it like, he's like, yeah, it was his idea. He's like, I'll just fall down face first and I'll stay there as long as you tap me on the shoulder or something. When you want me to come up, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I was like, okay, man, yeah, it was fucking cold that day yeah, it, was, yeah. it was cold as fuck and yeah you guys you guys were so fucking stoked to do that like it's one of those moments when it's very grounding for me because i'm like oh yeah like this is so fucking rad like yeah. we're filming a video where predator comes and has a fight with a bunch of <laughs> sf dudes and then like we got to have all our friends play the zombies the stupid, like, who the fuck the stupid this zombies shit right yeah <laughs> But yeah, we fucking execute on that shit, and right. you know, I think, we'll make I think it work. You killed me. I did. You did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> but I that was fucking... one of the first guys to die. So you had so to sit there the whole time. I had to lay time. in the mud yep. in the fucking cold <laughs> for the whole time. <laughs> Don't tell me that. <laughs> you signed the waiver. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's like, dude, I because it's when we get to incorporate guys from the community and then like have them come out like they're so stoked to be a part of this stuff i'm like man that's what i love about this job is like our fucking community is so strong it is mm, yeah. and, and, and like you get you get down to and that's that's the guiding light at the end of the day it's like we just you know we went through all that pr stuff and we're like all right man like what are we fucking all about? And it's like, mm, we're, we're about fucking veterans. Like right. we're about helping our community. Like, and like, yeah. Like guide. Where's, guiding that, where's them. that comma? You know, <laughs> the commas, wherever Just you want. Fucking do that. That's wherever <laughs> you want. I know you do. <laughs> hey, Johnny, cue that ASMR with that letter. Right. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Oh, it sounds so good. <laughs> I, just felt it, I just felt it wiggle. I'll take my pants off. You're wearing pants? Oh shit! <laughs> I don't see uh, I don't see Scott as like a shorts guy. You know that? You know, yeah, I that, wear shorts a lot. He rocks yeah. shorts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised you're not today, man. It was 85 fucking degrees. Yeah, but like I seen the weather report, and it, I knew like sometime this week it's going to start to get cold, dude. And so I just like default to this do. bipolar fucking forecast that right. we've had. It actually called for snow next Sunday at one point. Yeah. It changed. It's since changed. But it, like the San Antonio forecast had a fucking snowflake. And I was like, 
what world am I living in, dude? Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, but are you about to bitch about the weather in Texas? No, 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 I'm, I'm, nah, I'm, I'm coming I'm from, from Nebraska. I'm from Boston. I'm not going to bitch. I'm very, I'm, I retired from the Marines and I fucking chose here, man. It's like, I'm not seeing snow unless it's my fucking terms. You, you said know? Baltimore yeah. wrong. I will kick you in your goddamn dick. <laughs> I retired out of Baltimore. I was on I and I duty. So these guys like to say that I'm from Baltimore. Because and I'm he definitely hates not. Even though he, yeah. he even married from Baltimore. My so wife's from Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. But went that old I and I route, huh? Dude, I got stuck on I and I. I was testing a prototype vehicle in Aberdeen, Maryland, and uh the Congress put the kibosh on it. And they were like, I was on med hold because I'd already fucking I was in seven IEDs. Yeah. Like I've old man back, right? Just, I, I tell really these guys, I'm ball. fucking shitty at dodgeball. <laughs> right? I got like RPG in my arm. I got mortar rounds through my hand. I got shot in the chest. Like it was, I, I'm not good. Right? Yeah, how's that airport experience? <laughs> <It's fucking wonderful>. <laughs> <laughs> like they double take me. They're like, what the fuck? I had to get. I got pre checked so I'm solid now. So, um, but like, uh, uh, I retired out of there, and these guys like to fuck with me because of that. And basically, they were like, he's on med hold. We can't send him back to Pendleton. They were like, because they can't PCS you if you're on med hold. So they were like, fuck it, we'll PCM to INI duty. So they basically put me at fourth CB running the three shop and as the company gunny. God bless the government. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I'd yeah. fucking, I'd fucking, after going to, it was like being in Fallujah again, working in Baltimore. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was totally fine. So uh, it's basically Phantom Fury twi- too. So it's fine. No, uh, so that's why I retired off INI duty, which is. My my analogy for working with reservist Marines is like if you were to take a bowl of cereal, like a bowl and pour Cheerios in it and put a spoon in it and pour milk in it and hand it to you. And they'd say, thanks. And then they put it on their fucking head. <laughs> like, that's what it's like. It's like, let me gift wrap this for you right in crayon and shit. And you watch you fuck it up. It's like, yeah. God damn it. Dummy yeah. cord and Barney style exists for a reason. Dude, and I'm telling you, it's for reserve combat engineers. <laughs> can confirm. How much do you like that we've embraced this whole fucking crayon eater mentality? <laughs> that was the thing. Like when it fir- when that joke first came out, all of us were like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. Like, like, uh, yeah, that's what you got. Yeah. yeah. Like let, let us fucking yeah, we'll take this one and run with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like this one. Yeah. This one well, tastes good. I should I should have yeah. given him that cigar. Right. <laughs> We did crayon cigars for uh, an event. Offensive uh, crayons. Yeah, it was kind of funny. That uh, we could not do again. Yeah. Yeah. Let's still have some. Imagine if we put those out today. Presidential orange? That was tame. Yeah. Compared I, to the rest of them. Wasn't that bad. Blue lives matter. White privilege. White privilege. Black, the color your mom likes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see any problems with these. <laughs> <laughs> At all. Travel band brown. That was the yeah. other one. That, that one might get you in some shit. <laughs> that one might get you in some shit. I don't know. So, Logan, what's on the horizon, buddy? Oh, um, God, you know, that's such a convoluted question. There's so welcome, to the, welcome to the Freedom Friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, like, uh, you know, it's we got to one up ourselves, I think. Always. You know? Yeah. So um, we just had a big meetup in Salt Lake City. And we're like, we're going to fucking change everything. Oh, that's <laughs> Go fucking bigger and better. Um, the good idea fairies just running around. Yeah. 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 We uh, we're like, Evan has been fucking busting his ass. We're doing a complete redesign of the whole fucking coffee line. Really? Yeah. So like all of our bags are getting like rad fucking unique epic designs on them. And so we're like. We're just sitting in this creative space right now to where it's like, how do we fucking like 
just optimize all this stuff, come up with fucking crazy ideas and shoot it out to the world on the black rifle front. And then like, <clears throat> we're just like, yeah, let's start a fucking new company within all this. And FRA is going free range American. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And I think we're, we're about to hit the hundredth episode on that podcast. We're hiring writers for that. Coffee or Die is fucking crushing right now. Yeah. Our digital magazine, Marty wow. Scovland. Yeah, I saw the the one that you, when you guys went to Guatemala, because we go to Nicaragua. Yeah, for tobacco, right? Yeah. And so watching the Guatemala one, it's like, God damn it! Like it's right. very similar worlds there. Like, yep. uh, yeah, saw, yeah. I saw you had a fun little trip down south. Which one? The ayahuasca. Yeah, yeah. I um. Did you get on on some DMT? Yeah, I did. Dude, let's Joe Rogan this bitch up. I, What's yeah, up? How is I, it? I think that's, uh, <laughs> I don't fucking mind talking about that at all because um, I don't know. I can't remember if it was fucking Iggy Pop or somebody that I remember seeing. Like, you know, I kind of treat my body like a science experiment and just kind of <laughs> see what happens when it comes in. But I've always been that guy. Like, I, like, I want to figure shit out myself. You yeah, know what I mean? Same. Like, we're, we're all fucking been through shit in life. And like, y'all got your fucking demons that you're wrestling with on a regular basis, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, it was it was kind of like, I know Joe Rogan's fucking popularized the D- whole DMT thing. Um, and I was kind of on I this. I just want to try it. What, were, yeah. you, were you worried about it going into it? No, not at all. Really? Not at all. I that's, went, that's my hesitation. I'm worried about it. Did you go to like a shaman or something? It was, uh, yep, it was a shaman. He was a weird British guy, um, which you wouldn't <laughs> expect um, from, no. from your typical shaman. But um, I'm actually going up to Austin to do Drinking Bros on this um, early next month. Nice. But I went with this this nonprofit company, and it, it was called uh, Heroic Hearts. And so that's what it is. It was like I just went with a bunch of vets who had all like had pretty substantial combat experience. And we all fucking sat in a wooden hut and we did fucking ayahuasca in the middle of the Peruvian jungle. Oh my God. For 10 days straight. 10 days. Yeah. And we fucking went name of this place. We went (laughs) right fucking rabbit hole. No, I should link you guys up with Jesse. Jesse runs heroic hearts. And I think that the whole psychedelic train, especially when it comes to alternative treatments Mm -hmm. is going to fucking explode. It's kind of like it's on that like rise in ground right now, but we'll see it like what well, people will be taking mushrooms will become what marijuana is within yeah. the next 10 years. Wow. And that mushrooms. that whole trail <laughs> mushrooms. Easy DMT, <laughs> it, It's all going to like the whole world is going to open up to that in a little bit because there's really not, it's not like it's fucking black tar heroin. Right. You, you don't have this, like you don't have a desire. To like, oh, I got to fucking do this again. Well, DMT is it's, it's, it lives inside of us already. You know what I mean? Like, and it's released when you die and it's released when you're born. Right. Like, and they, and they say that like, it's the only time that it's, it's basically an, an evolutionary chain reaction that your body has evolved into releasing these to help calm you during these crazy moments in life you know what i mean and and that right there why the fuck you know like like that that right there is enticing you know me personally i just want to fucking talk to aliens that's what i'm saying i want to see the fucking aliens like did you talk to aliens not, I wouldn't describe it as that. I did have a weird creature that kind of became my fucking little animal on my shoulder that kind of guided me through Dude, a whole a, bunch of stuff. I want a little guy. Fuck. They were like, when we walked into this, they were like, 
hey, like, it's not guaranteed that you'll hallucinate on this stuff. Like, they basically said, like, don't have any fucking expectations. Oh, okay. this, sure. Right. And you just, it's in this octagon wooden hut and it's on stilts and like you're in the middle of the fucking jungle. Yeah. Everything around you is vegetation and it takes about 45 minutes to set in. And it was this beautiful display. It starts very slowly. So it's not like, Oh my God, I'm all of a sudden overwhelmed with this massive amounts. And it's different. Like you can smoke DMT and it's like 15 minutes in and out, uh, which they say, I haven't done that, but they say it, you know, feels like a lifetime in there. This mm. is a very gradual build. And it was just, it was a whole bunch of like very light geometric shapes. Like kind of think of a kaleidoscope okay. without a whole bunch of light coming through it. Right. And then slowly it starts to build and it starts to build. And then you're getting like this, all these colors with the geometric shapes are all start to morph and move. And then all of a sudden it starts to like, create this four dimensional reality where you feel like you're moving through it, but you're stationary. It's very hard to describe because the right. thing that's in your brain is unlike anything you've ever experienced right. for. Sure. And then after this beautiful display of this four dimensional kaleidoscope, I was like literally shot into fucking space. Like I'm the silver <laughs> surfer surfing the fucking galaxy, consuming the cosmos in one fell swoop. Right. I'm, fucking so into this right (laughs) that's the thing it's like why did i want to fucking do this it was just because like i wanted to see what my brain was capable of yeah it's a fucking natural substance it's two different types of plants that are mixed together you drink these things one's an inhibitor and they it fucking shoots you to this place that you can't access without this said substance right Mm -hmm. so for me it's like, oh, well, what the fuck did you get out of it, right? Like, why did you go and do this thing? Did you just want to trip balls in the middle of the fucking jungle? Is that what you were down there for? Well, no, it's like it was a self-exploratory trip where right. I wanted to figure out, like, you know, I, I, I'm always on this fucking path of constant improvement, and I want to, like, figure out what the fuck a human is and, like, what this experience is really all right. about. And, it, like, it's so funny because it communicates to you in, like, the simplest terms that you've never, like, you never thought your brain would, like, give you this weird message. For example, right? I'm, in, I'm fucking <laughs> surfing the galaxy with my little fucking shoulder buddy at one time. Did you name him? I did. I did. I'm going to say it on the show. <laughs> but... <clears throat> His name was Abraham. Nice. I don't know why. I don't know. You just, shit just fucking comes to you when you're in the middle of this. Just a weird... good, hey, hey, Abe's a good guy. Abe's a good guy. <laughs> Abe's a good guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> hey, like, fuck. So I'm surfing. Short I'm just fucking. He's good. Yeah, he's so short. He's fucking cute as a button. You know what he looked like? You remember the Care Bears? No. Oh, oh, yeah, he's he a fucking Care Bear. Dude, nice. Abe the Care Bear. That's Abe amazing. Abe the Care Bear. He was so wise and nice. Dude. So that is the name of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just fucking surfing the cosmos and all of a sudden we stop. And all of a sudden in front of me is a giant peanut butter and jelly sandwich. (laughs) Like the size of the fucking Death Star. It's enormous. That's no moon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, what the fuck? This giant peanut butter and jelly sandwich is floating in the middle of the universe. Creamy or crunchy? Um, this one was smooth. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And, and he and like, like your surf, and then he just he takes me into the peanut butter and jelly, and I'm like going into this, and it's like it's huge. The scale of this 
thing in my brain. Like it was like 17 stories high per slice of bread with ample peanut butter and jelly in the middle. And nice. he gives it like, but, but then it was like, it was such a, com- looked like the Borg ship from fucking star Trek. It was fucking <laughs> wonder bread with smuckers, bro. It was just like, <laughs> fucking all right. But it's like, it communicates to you in like these simple messages, like shit that you can fucking understand, which is beautiful for me as a dumb grunt. It's like, I need to break, break it fucking down Barney style. Right. And it's like, do you see this, this peanut butter and jelly? It's like, the top slice is life and the bottom slice is death. You need to exist in the middle. And how do you do that? It was journaling, writing, fucking documentation and meditation. Like it told me those things. It's wow. like, do these things. And it said specifically, you need to spend 20% of your waking hours in these states in order to be the optimal version of yourself. Wow. Okay. Wow. So it was like a very, very specific message. It was like, it was a lesson from my fucking brain on that drug. Like do this. If you want to be optimized, do this thing. But it just presented itself as a fucking colossal peanut butter. That's amazing. I can get down with that. You know? (laughs) Your brain's literally like, how can I tell this grunt? Exactly what he needs to do. Dude, like, your brain I got it. Your brain, your brain knows you're retarded. Like you know what I mean. Like it knows. Like yeah. shit. Like fuck, man. Like I, I am so intrigued by it, man. I'm so interested in uh, giving it a shot just to see. Similar to like you know what can what can my brain do? Yeah. You know what I mean. I want to see the potential. I'm pretty that sure I have. my brain will tell me I need to masturbate 20 percent of my waking hours. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm worried about. By the way, congratulations. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I see you shaved. So yes. congrats, buddy. Yeah, it was, it was a good night last night. Nice, nice. Yeah. Every time Scott shaves, it means he got laid. Essentially. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially is that what it, is that what it is? Yeah. Well, it really is. Yeah. Or, or, or is it the preemptive shave? I think he, he, he got to do it and then it happens. The, the, yeah, I, I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a very small percentage. No, we though. got home last night from Jim's. And Michelle's like, shave. I'm like, damn right I will. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I love. That's what I fucking love. Streamlined communication and a P2P relationship. Dude, that's fucking lean six sigma as fuck, man. Just fucking (laughs) bam. (laughs) Throughput. That's throughput. That's good shit. 100%. Congrats, buddy. Yeah. What you were saying. So (laughs) there's another one. I, I have a I have a oodle of these. I can do a whole podcast on them. Oh, I'm good. I don't we're gonna we're going to alleviate that from the audience. So they got, don't have to hear the rattling around but like you were talking about. Like, I think Dude, our tagline of the show is mediocre at best. Right? <laughs> yeah. really they're they're yeah. used to the fucking rattling. You're fine. <laughs> but it's interesting that this came up because it was another one of the messages that came in my fucking hallucinations. One of the that first thing when all the fucking geographic geometric shapes and colors appeared, the first thing that happened was I was sitting in the jungle and I was like in a tree, like a little birdie. And beautiful- I, I picture you more like a monkey, but continue. maybe it was a monkey. I couldn't see. I was looking. It was a it was a first person POV. Uh, gotcha. So I didn't know what I was. I was just sitting in a tree in a jungle and all and I'm looking at it's like beautiful purples and greens like you've never fucking seen before like the visuals that happened for me was unlike and it like it's so hard to talk about because i can't fucking do it justice with words 
But I'm sitting on this tree branch and all of a sudden this bird-like thing swings down in front of me. And Fucking it's, Abe. It's one of, no, it wasn't Abe. <laughs> it was wearing uh, one of the plague masks. Oh. So it was like a bird, but oh. it was wearing that old plague mask oh, sticking nice. out. Would that just be a regular mask for a bird? Probably. You went down there. That was during COVID time frame, right? Yeah. yeah. No, no, it was before. It was before. Oh, okay. see, that this was a sign. Was, yeah, this was 2019. That was a sign. I went down there. It was over what to come. It was fucking clairvoyant, you just did, dude. You just yeah. didn't know that the mask was symbolic for your whole next couple years of life. Dude, I didn't fucking even <laughs> think about that till right, right? now. <laughs> you know the future, dude. You know the future. Well, the medicine tells me. <laughs> <laughs> so what did, what did a COVID bird tell you? So he didn't say anything. He fuck it. His like wing arm thing comes up. And when I first saw it, I was like, I should be terrified right now. But I just felt innately comfortable in the whole situation. And then it it's fucking wing arm thing comes up and it's like lasers and it just starts cutting me open at the throat. Like it just starts laser incisioning my fucking esophagus. And I'm like, I should be fucking terrified right now, but I'm not. And then it reaches down and it picks up like a fucking glowing gem and it puts it in my throat. And then like a hundred arms come up and like sew my throat shut and then it flies off. What the huh. fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, that was the first thing that fucking happened to me. That's like a Quentin Tarantino movie, dude. That's fucking yeah. insane, dude. So yeah. obviously, that was symbolic of the vaccine you're about to take. You know, it, it, it <laughs> could be. It could be. I haven't taken the the vaccine yet. Yeah, I'm not that, gonna fuck that vaccine. No. Scott's the only one that's on board. He wants to do no, it. No, my my whole theory. The rest of us were like, "Fuck no!" I Scott don't want like, to do it. My whole theory is: as soon as it inconveniences me, like I I've been trying to go to Nicaragua for a year, right? As soon as it they make it mandatory that I have to have it to fly to another country, I'm just gonna goddamn get it, dude. That's such bullshit. If they make that mandatory, well, you know though. they fucking will. I, I, I'm just I'm not fucking game for it. Like Same. like us that haven't gotten it yet it's like i'm good bro yeah bro it's like fine one of our guys in salt lake he he got covid none of us have gotten this shit back in the summer and then he took the vaccine he's like the sickness i got from the vaccine was fucking 10 times worse you literally have a higher percentage of the vaccine doing its job than than you do of getting covid like that and like and surviving covid you know what i mean like it's like fuck man like yeah that's just to me. That's just like the. It does not weigh the. It does not weigh the yeah. the turmoil. You know, like eh. Yeah, you know, it's it's probably be it's it's very suspicious of us to be like, uh, like, dude, fuck, like, they rush that shit across the board. Yeah, for real. Why, like, if you don't absolutely like, if if you're not gonna fucking die if you don't take this thing, I would like, say why? after ten million doses in, then I might consider it. But if you look at like. You know what I mean? Like I said, man, I'm waiting ten yeah. months. I want to see. Yeah. I want to see what the effects are. I'm waiting fucking ten years. I want to see, well, see what the effects are on newborn kids when their moms get the vaccine. I want to see what the effects are That's on a children. Good point. That's you know a good what I mean? Point. Like bro. I want to see long term effects before I'm letting them stick me in the fucking bro. arm with anything, bro. You're snipped. Yeah. Well, he he doesn't mean. But, his yeah, I'm not talking about my kids, bro. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> fuck. But you know, like I mean, it's like fuck. I don't know, man. Like I'm, I'm just 
the, the Marine Corps pumped enough fucking weird shit into me. Like, I'm convinced that I could snort a line of anthrax and walk away smiling. Well, I, I'm going you know mean? to stick like, with my, my theory about the flu shot that I got in 2004. That made you sick? No, it didn't. But I've never gotten the flu. <laughs> so that Ever. Way. I literally, last year, I fucked the flu. <laughs> and I didn't get the flu. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I fucked it for four days, and I still didn't get the flu. Like, it, once again, the flu is not an STD. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> but the, it depends uh, the, on what you're doing when you contract the flu. <laughs> <laughs> but that flu shot that I got in 2004, because that was the last flu shot that I got. That's the one they just should have fucking stuck with. Yes, John. But there also, is? you got to remember that usually it spread through like mouth-to-mouth contact so you well, as a that person who never kisses anything doesn't necessarily <laughs> have you can't catch a flu from going ass to mouth man yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we smoking on boys what do we got oh. i'll start i got that five five six garrison corojo taking up jazz's spot huh yeah yeah well i had a i had a fucking feel 50 before this and mm. You can Is only, that what I got? You can move up. No, 50, you, have the, you have the 50, 50, Garrison. 50 Garrison. So that's the Askiro Maduro. I just wanted to be a heavy gunner today. I started off with a 50 field, and now I'm working on a 50 Garrison. And nice. I don't know what I'm about to go next. I got Corojo, the old uh, 762 Garrison uh, Rosado. That's fucking delicious. Uh, but this is my third one in about, yeah. So I've had all of them. Right? <laughs> yeah. I've smoked my entire line today. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. How about the drinks, boys? Ooh, Logan brought some tequila. Yeah. That's what I'm drinking right now. Yeah, yeah. this is uh, Rancho La Jolla. It is delicious. It's, it's not uh, bad. It's not bad. It's good. Oh, you're drinking tequila too. Oh. Yeah, I'm a fucking about to pour my third glass. Yeah. Good, good on you, And all of our listeners out there know goddamn well that Thank I am you. not drinking tequila. So Thanks, I'm sir. on, uh, what, uh, what the fuck is it, Jim? Peerless. I'm on Peerless. Peerless uh, bourbon, man. It's fucking tasty. Mikey and I started the night on some Basil Hayden Dark Rye, though. Which is fucking... <laughs> Logan, it's amazing. That shit's amazing. Logan, have you had horse soldier bourbon? Mm-mm. You need to. Yeah, I know. Yeah, fucking. I know. Gary, Gary brought Gary a bottle. Bro- grabbed a bottle. This is this is our. This is so my the, my favorite bourbon. So the horse, horse soldier bourbon is uh, from the fifth group guys that rode in uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, but this is a legit bourbon. Is Shout out Billy. Thing? Shout out Mark. I feel like somebody else brought this up to me recently. It's not I mean, new. They've been out for a couple of years yeah, couple now. They just got into Texas about a year ago. Yeah, but it's uh, it's delicious. Let's give it a shot. Um, yeah, you got to give that a whirl. But uh, I went down uh, to Florida in October last year to go jump out of some planes with a uh, round canopy parachute team. Uh, they do static line jumps, like military style jumps. Um, and they're really close linked in with the guys from Horse Soldier. And uh, so I was hoping to meet the guys when I was down there, but they're out of Tampa. And where we were jumping was in Palaka, Florida, up north. And we didn't know. Thank you, sir. Linking up with the dudes. Well, Mark showed up. Yeah. Yeah. He no, met, he showed he up met. after I left, though. Did he? Yeah. He showed up on Sunday no. and I left. He was there. You were just jumping. No, he no, he showed up Saturday and I left super early Saturday morning. Oh fuck. I can't no, remember. Either way, it doesn't nobody matter. Nobody cares. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Anyways. Good fucking guys. Yeah. Good, very, good, very good. Good guys. guys. Good, 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 uh, good guys. Dude. Phenomenal whiskey. Phenomenal the, bourbon. The the bourbon, even if you didn't know the story behind it, it's it's fucking tasty. Like I'm like, I'm impressed. They by they it. make a quality fucking product, man. Like it is, it's smooth. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of sweet. It's got a little bit of a terrifyingly sweet, sweet yeah. man. Yeah. They have three different kinds. Uh, this one's the 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 one I like the best, and it's actually the cheapest that they offer. Yeah, same. Uh, 
Same. And yeah. the cool thing is, is uh, this metal label uh, is actually um, stamped from uh, the World Trade Center. Uh, steel. Metal. Steel. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. So all their labels cool. are, are uh, yeah, at least got a smidgen of the World Trade Center in them, right. too, because those boys were the first ones in Afghanistan. You know, over there during they you know. did say. Now I got a bone to pick with them. They did say that on the on the on the. You court, got a bone to pick cap. with them. I got a fucking chipped fucking <laughs> tip of my knife, man. That that my is fucking. They said every bottle comes with a challenge coin. No, no, every bottle of Commander's Cast, which is like a five hundred dollar bottle, comes with a challenge coin. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, <laughs> it's the details, the details, and I definitely chipped my fucking blade <laughs> trying to get one of them fuckers out. Thinking, oh, challenge going, click, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Shitty knives. You know what? I'm going to call Billy and be like, hey, man, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Just tell him a bottle of the commander's cask will uh, make up for it. That's true. Bill, That's Logan, true. You, ever, you ever jump out of planes? No, I was in the Marine Corps. I didn't Did you ever want to jump out of planes? Dude, I yeah. literally had to work at a fucking t-shirt company to go airborne. Same. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah, we didn't do shit. Do you ever want to jump out of planes? Yeah. Round can parachute. Yeah, that's awesome. They're fucking great dudes. I know a guy. If it involves <laughs> adrenaline, yeah, I'm game. So but it's, the the most adrenaline you're gonna get is riding up in the Cessna. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> oh, it's out of a Cessna. So well, so they do static well, line out of a Cessna. When I went and jumped, we did, we did jumps out of a fuck, Cessna 182, like it. and then we jumped dope. out of a, <laughs> we jumped out of a Huey from Vietnam. So yeah. both were sketchy as fuck. But now, I fucking Hueys are my favorite the thing Huey in the world part to fly was in. The, the Huey is the best part. You going down? You going down next month? I'm I'm gonna try C47. I'm gonna. Uh, that's why I want to try. C47. Fucking want that from so World War Two, man. But so the the Huey was amazing for me because like Scott and I were on the hundred first, so we flew in Blackhawks fucking all the time. We flew doors open. We flew fucking everything. Wow. So when you stage and you get ready to load on the on the Huey. You're literally sitting with your feet dangling out the door, and they have this ratchet strap as a safety line. And they literally <laughs> they, they take strap. off, and they don't even clear the airfield, and they start calling to pull the fucking the ratchet strap, the safety line. And everybody, like, I was the first guy, so I had to unhook it and hand it to the next guy. And I'm, like, fucking super pumped. Now, who, t- tell them who you're sitting next to. Okay, so I'm sitting next to Dan Sharp from Pop Smoke, Rich High, Angry Cops. Yep. Um Donnie O'Malley. And Donnie O'Malley. Yeah. And so I'm handing it down these, the row of these, these dudes. these four fucking D-Gens just right? fucking like dangling out of the side of a helicopter. Donnie's freaking the fuck out. And Rich is just, I don't know, kind of. I couldn't believe how laser focused Donnie was. Donnie was all fucked. Dude. But so we take off and we don't even clear the airfield and they start calling, you know, signs to fucking take the the strap off so I, i'm like all about it and i'm like fuck yeah like i know i'm not gonna fall out of this i've been in helicopters before yeah you know doors open and everything's fine gravity still works and it, but it's <laughs> it's the coolest feeling when like they bank and you're uh, yeah. on the inside looking down but you're G- glued st- you're glued to the seat yeah. you're not falling anywhere yeah but as soon as they started to bank i could feel the tension going down the row and hitting the side of my body from everybody else like <laughs> tightening up and i'm just like i look over i got a gopro on my foot i got a gopro on my helmet and i'm just looking i'm like you guys are idiots <laughs> but this is the coolest thing in the world but yeah. no seriously if you want to jump um they actually have a thing coming up next month where they do yeah. a, uh they're jumping um a Mar- c-47 March 22nd to the that, 20 the c-47 5th? flew in vietnam and still had or sorry in world war ii and still has the original static line from world war ii yeah, yeah fucking count me in man dude i've jumped it it's fucking dope 
Can we do um, a bunch of mushrooms first? Uh, oh fuck. Jesus Christ! Let me let me let me call. I, I mean, let me call redacted and see if, <laughs> <laughs> see if mushrooms are okay. Never know. Never know. Redacted. I'd be down for it. Shit. I'm so, kidding. No, the coolest thing. I'm kidding. Like, I, I literally was like, man, I'd love to fucking have a cigar in my mouth as I'm jumping out of a fucking helicopter. And he's like, do it. So fucking do I'm it. Like what? I'm like, what do you mean, do it? They're like, you guys are like all about safety and like. The like the army right mother thing. The like the army like, motherfucker. He's like, dude, he's like, I jump mastered with a cigar in my mouth and then jumped afterward. Yeah. <laughs> the whole stick went out and I'm like, shut up. Yeah, he's hopefully like, no one from the FFA listens to this podcast. Yeah, just, <laughs> he's like, just don't tell your jump master you're going to do it. And I'm like, oh, I get it. Matter of fact, matter of fact so, hey, producer, we're going to need redact redact name. <laughs> as, I, as I fucking said it. Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> We have a, yeah. a soundbite that's just me saying redacted. <laughs> and like, so when we fuck up like that. I like that, though. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Redacted. Redacted. <laughs> my last jump I did down there, I jumped with one of our cigars and uh, just sticking out of my mouth the whole time. I got GoPro the whole thing. It was fucking awesome. Uh, so we had a camera guy that was down there. Uh, we're also not supposed to smoke around the parachutes because of the <laughs> nylon and all that stuff. And uh, so I told him, I'm like, as soon as I fucking hit the ground and stand up, I was like, you better be there with the lighter and cutter because I'm lighting this motherfucker and you better record it. And uh, so I literally, I saw him. I fucking steered right toward him. I landed about 15, 20 feet away from him, rolled, stood up. He handed me a lighter cutter. I just bit the fucking cigar off, lit that thing. And I was like, this is the best cigar of my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was dope, dude. That no, was cool. It was cool as shit. Uh yeah, man, fucking the, the quality people down there, too. Like, granted, it's Palatka, Florida. Which... But, but you actually get approved jump wings when you take their course. That's all I really want. Yeah. Well, like, they have... They well, have... So I, I can submit my jumps for, to uh, get counted towards my military jumps. Yeah. And and they have foreign jump masters that come down, so you can get foreign jump wings. Well, right now, it's really uh, tough because of COVID. I was supposed yeah. to get two different foreign jump wings. Yeah, uh, that I could have like submitted to DA and got on my DD two fourteen and put on my uniform and shit, but because of COVID, they couldn't fly in the guys from Mexico and Greece, and so I couldn't get my fucking wing, jet foreign jet And it turns out pissed. Marines can actually get them authorized to wear on their fucking right side of their fucking dress blues. Yeah, which I've never seen. That no, I've ever. never seen that. Totally I've never fucking, ever seen totally that. fucking authorized. I had no Fucking idea, and I was like, <laughs> right? bitch, dude. Do you want to get back in the Marine Corps just to do that? You don't have to. I'm all set. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you got to get it first and then get back in the Marine Corps just to be like, what's up, motherfucker? That's what I'm saying. The, way, yeah. my, the way my blue ID card is set up, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good. Just for like one day, just so I can talk all kinds of shit. Dude. Yeah. Can you imagine though, dude? If you went to like a Marine Corps ball and you saw some dude rocking wings on the right side of his fucking like above his ribbons, he's got medals and ribbons, and then he's got r- wings over here. But you'd be like, this "Look at this stolen man. valor, motherfucker!" Yeah. <laughs> like, dude. People How many have, fucking times have you been to Vegas, you son of a bitch? <laughs> God damn it. Dude, see, I tell these guys all the time about Vegas Marine Corps balls and how fucking insane they are. Like, I only fuck. got the only time I ever wore my dress blues was like a month before I got out at a Vegas Marine Corps ball. Well, how bad you fuck up your blues? They were pristine. They sure. were very pristine. Sure. <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> I could have photographed a fucking moto poster the next day. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. I want to do a mess night, but like with veterans, just to see like okay. who, can, who can fit in their uniform. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Not that kind of mess uh, night. Like, like 
fucking nobody's wearing a. I'm not putting my fucking uniform yeah. on. Fuck that. A dining like, in. Same. That's what you guys would call it. A dining in is the, is what we would we we would call a mess night. No, so dining in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, army too. I don't fucking know. We have a dining in and a dining out. Yeah, yeah. dining out. You can you, you can invite spouses though, right? You can for hey, either. shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> we can hear you, motherfuckers. <laughs> he's got a unique perspective because he was in the Marines and then he joined the Army. So <laughs> he's yeah. like, he's like, eh. he's enlisted Marine. Am I right over here, Jim? Officer. Am I like, yep. uh, like uh, dining in is similar to a mess night? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's why. That's why I thought. I don't know. I'm going. I'm going off my friends that are from the Army and 15 plus years is being a fucking jarhead. I don't know. Well, I would be hard pressed if I didn't bring up fucking a little bit of heart or uh, long range shooting. Yeah, yeah you guys still it. fucking getting down? Yeah, yeah. Well, we haven't. Sh- I haven't shot in a match in a while, but I still. I mean, we have gu- good guns. Yeah. yeah. What What do you guys? What do you own these days? What's the sexy sex? So uh, I used to own part of a uh, a, a action company. action company that uh, I remember. I still rock. Yeah. 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 The, it's the best action company. You guys should look him up. Look him up. Yeah. What is it called? Uh, Zermon Arms. Zermon Arms. Yeah. Yeah. Light that lighter. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I got. I got uh, yeah. Uh, so actually, Scott's last uh, deer that he got was off of a fucking was with my with my rifle. PRS rifle. Yeah. <laughs> a That's funny. Seventeen pound rifle. Um, I hit that motherfucker in the exact inch I wanted to, it though. Did. Yeah. We were, uh, we're, so we're sitting out of blind. We're up. Uh, you put it through his ear. No, we were up in a ranch by Abilene, and uh, and so we're talking with the the ranch manager and uh, GW or yeah. Guido. Guido. Guido Liberati was the guy's name. I'm like, shut the fuck what? up. What? Yeah. yeah. Guido I'm Liberati? Like, no fucking way. I'm like, that is not your name. He's like, yeah, everyone just calls me GW. I'm like, I get it. But <laughs> Guido fucking Liberati? Like, come on, man. Bro, how many mob hits have you done, right? dude? Holy <laughs> fuck. But, uh, I'm going to, uh, like, I have to do something with that name. Really? <laughs> that's his that's fucking his name? Legitimate dude, name. He's, that's uh, a character. So he was in the Air <laughs> yeah. Force. He was in the Air Force. He was a um, air traffic controller. Now he's an air traffic controller. In the he was an that's air, the air most fucking stressful job. <laughs> Fuck Scott that says, shit. Air traffic controller. The highest rate of suicide yeah. in any fucking but job. But now he does yeah. in the civilian side, and he still fucking loves it. And I'm like, bro, you're fucking nuts. But uh, anyway, so. They, we were talking about like they, it was like a five six hundred acre ranch, and they had a bunch of blinds everywhere. And uh, so we were talking to them, uh, you know, about distance shooting, and we're like, "Hey, like, we sat in a blind, you know, the first night we were there for, looking for hogs, and we saw a feeder that we ranged at like eight hundred yards. It was uh, like for a different blind, for a different blind, <laughs> but we could get on that. Like, what can we take from there? He's like, well." You know, uh, well, not- the, the thing is, we saw turkeys, and I'm like, God, I could have shot a turkey. He's like, Oh, you should have shot a turkey. I'm like, Fuck, yeah, but uh, so which you can do in Texas, you can shoot turkeys with rifles, yeah, you yeah. can. I didn't but, know uh, that, I didn't either. That's why I didn't do it. But if I would have known that, I would fucking would have done that. God bless Texas. <laughs> so the next morning, he, he sticks Scott and I because I was out there just as a quote unquote guide, uh, so I wasn't the shooter, Scott was the actual shooter for the hunt, and uh. So he's like, I'm going to stick you guys at the long range blind. And I'm like, sweet. Like, what's our distance? He's like, well, I don't know, like 250. And I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, we have a lot of people that we don't but put here. Like, is because- this a pistol blind? But literally, he goes, nobody has taken an animal from this blind this year. Okay. At 250. At 250. And I was just like, okay, we're in. Yeah. So the word Scott and I are sitting in this blind, smoking cigars. Because, you know, that's what that's you do. That's right? what you do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we the wind was going the right way, and we were all set. 
But uh, so we were shooting. We were going for whitetail does, and uh, this whitetail came out in good size. And uh, just sitting there, and Scott's like, you know, we figured out dope the night before, and he's like, uh, he's like, I'm gonna take this one, and I'm like, awesome. So I'm gonna, you know, my gun watching, and he dropped a deer at 250 yards like somebody would drop a deer point blank with a fucking shotgun to the head. <laughs> like it didn't take a step, it didn't breathe, it didn't do anything. It was a re- you know, I hear the shot. It just laid down. I saw the impact, and it just hit the ground. Nice. And it didn't fucking move an inch. And I was just like, ah, oh, that's a good fucking shot, bud. <laughs> that's going to be some of the best meat on the fucking planet, man. It was delicious. Thing didn't have a chance to fucking think, let yeah. alone yeah. fucking yeah. think about dying. Um, but, uh... Dude, I went to this, um, went to a PRS match in Utah recently. Oh, yeah. And Quite I was right. like, eh, well, scout sniper, and I like, show up and like, dude, the shit that they're running now, dude, like the technology is advancing so quick. I was like, I'm out of the fucking so game. So I got man. out of the army in 2007. That's when you got in the Marines, yep. right? So, yeah, like people are like, well, I can teach you how to shoot, but like I learned more about shooting when I when I owned part of the company, same, right. Same. Like uh, there's so much better equipment, you know, uh, you know, running a Kestrel running, a, you know, all that shit. We didn't have a, none of a that. mill mill scope. Yeah. A mill mill scope. Like I had a, you know, our, our the M24 yep. was a fixed 10 power with a mill reticle, but it was MOA, oh. MOA knobs, MOA, you know, so you had to do a goddamn conversion. Sure. Well, the Marines, I think you guys ran an M40 with the Unertle, right? Yep. Well, I, I started. We we had the Schmidt and Butters. I didn't oh, run the okay, Unirl, okay. but my the guy I was talking about earlier on the podcast, uh, Lieutenant Cassidy, was like the fucking Unirls. Like the reticle dots used to just fall off on the scope. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking in Iraq, and your fucking your dots would just fall Dude, off in the scope. So I had a I had a Barrett right, and we yeah. had the uh, we had Schwarzkys scopes, and. One of my one of my guys cross threaded the cap to the uh, to the windage knob to get it off. I, I just like, well, we got to get it off. So I cranked it, and the whole fucking mechanism came out. <laughs> We're like, oh, well, this scope's fucking done. Like, fuck Schwartzky. Like, I'm I'm done with them shits. Uh, what do you think? Like, right now, when you're when you're putting some, if you had to like build your dream gun. Do, are you fucking thinking caliber first? Are you thinking glass? So we, we've had this. So, yeah. Have we've you guys had already this had this conversation so I've, on I've, here? I've heard two well, conflicting well, arguments on this, though, because like uh, from Marines and from Army snipers. No, let me, so, yeah, let me, yeah. let me put this as a building his dream gun. And we did have this conversation before, but yeah. that building a dream gun comes down to what is the purpose of the, the tool that you're building? Right, right. But OK, whatever that is, it doesn't matter. Usually if a guy that's on a budget builds his gun first he's going to cheap out on the scope when i built my first long range rifle after i got out of the army i saved up all the money and bought the best optic i could first yeah. because i knew that if i built the gun and i the optic. i would cheap out on the optic so i i bought the optic first it was a $3500 premier reticle fucking scope i still have today yeah. it fucking it's my favorite goddamn scope and right it works great it's fuck it works great uh mail mail yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Uh, and and then I built the rifle, you know, and then it just yeah. and I've had this I've had the scope four or five different rifles after it. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. spend the money on the optics because that's. Yeah. Caliber wise, though. Um, so our comp guns, we were running six, five by 47 Lapua's. 
And we actually just got them rechambered to six five Creed just for ease and ammo. Because we um, don't we don't reload anymore. And, and and the goddamn the factory Creed more ammo you can buy from Hornady or whatever. It's fucking some of the stuff is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It, it just shoots. And so six five Creed's kind of the common caliber that we have right now for the longer range stuff that we got. Um, I just last year no, six year millimeter ago, one mammoth this year. Yeah, yeah. six millimeter. Now for competition wise, it's a whole different because, story. Yeah, six mil's good because there's le- even less recoil. Yeah, you, you, but it, you but if you're wind, like but crazy. if you're if you're hunting with it, it's it's just a you know it's a step down from six five as far sure. as stopping power. So yeah, yeah, six five is a good. Um, I I picked up a, last year. I picked up a Gregos Precision uh, AR10 and six five Creedmoor, uh, and that thing is insane for a semi-auto. It fucking it's shoots insane. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm stacking dimes at four hundred yards. See, that's what I I would have wanted. Like, that's that's kind of like a good everyday gun. When I yeah. was in country, I carried an AR-10 that was a seven six two. Like, same Schmidt, better scope. Just yeah, yeah. Was it the SR twenty five or the one ten? Well, it was a Mark eleven. Oh yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> I went out to this PRS match, and these guys like, I'm like, what are you guys shooting? They're like, we're shooting six five Prometheus. Yeah. And I'm like. <laughs> What the, the fuck? Right? fuck is yeah. that? 65 PRC yeah. or 65 Gap. Dude, like, they're having conversations. I like. I don't even know what the fuck they're talking <laughs> so about. So what? They, what these guys are doing, they're yeah. taking a, a, a short action Ultra Mag and necking it down to a 6.5 and smacking these like four, uh, 143, 147 grain bullets at like fucking 3,050 feet per second. Wow. And they're not burning their barrels out. And I don't know how the fuck any of this is happening. Like, it defies all logic that I've ever known about long-range shooting. <laughs> but these guys are doing it, and they're doing it with the accuracy that's just fucking insane. And the new rounds that have came out, the new bullets, like the ballistic coefficients on these bullets are so fucking high. They fly yeah. so smooth through the air. Well, it's like when it's the twenty-two two fifty came out, dude. But, like, you know, it was like, look at look at the silly-ass round. It's literally a twenty-two, but it's fucking... It's it's it's, it's like long a, and skinny. It's, it's a, a of ass It's like it. a three oh eight that's like neck down to a twenty two. It's ridiculous. Lo- Logan, when I got out, it took me a year or two to convert to get out of my head that fucking three oh eight or seven six two was the caliber, right? Like, because that's yeah. what I that's what I knew. That caliber's trash. It's garbage. I was building an AR-10 <laughs> last year, and I asked Scott, I was like, hey, man, I'm really kind of conflicted between 308 and 65 Creedmoor. And he's like, 65 Creed. Yeah. Like, and I was like, I was like, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, he goes, yeah. he goes, fuck 308. And I was just yeah. like, damn, man. Like, Jesus. Well, that's the thing. Is like, like a fucking idiot just for even suggesting it. I was no. like, sorry, Scott. Fuck. But, but it was a thing for me. I had to get over that. And yeah. once I got over it, I'm just like, oh, my God. Why don't the, why doesn't the military use 65? Like, it's fucking is a superior uh, round. It's so superior. Well, no. the the military in general is really ahead of the game, and, and they they really like to uh, push the envelope forward on what they do. <laughs> and, and they're always um, that's why I used the sniper leading. rifle designed in 1985. That's why that's why I was clearing houses <laughs> with in Fallujah in 2004 with an A2. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to get up right now. And iron sights. Scott has. An authentic M24 hanging in his office right now. The only thing that's different, it, it's a it deployed stock, deployed scope, the whole fucking nine. It has a rebarreled action and scope. Yeah, it's like the collector's edition M24. Now, it it's is cool. the most amazing shooting M24 in the entire fucking world. Like, it's good. Yeah. For what it is. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> but it's, it's not first on my grab to go do Not anything with list no. and then i was debating like because it's kind of authentic right i'm like mm, i don't shoot anything unsuppressed it didn't have a threaded barrel so i'm like 
do I thread this barrel? Yeah. Like, yeah, I did because I, otherwise I would never shoot the fucking thing. So I, I threaded the barrel and, uh, I can put a suppressor on it now, but dude, I went, um, I went on a West Texas odd ad hunt. Nice. Nice. Recently. And, um, God damn, like West Texas, like I moved to Texas. God, it's been two and a half years now. And like, this place is fucking awesome. Greatest yeah, country in the world, bro. Fucking so good, dude. Yep. And I went out to like the far reaches of West Texas out by Marfa. You guys, okay. you guys ever been out by Marfa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's I hog hunt out there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's like a fucking tiny ass town, but you go out there, you're in Indiana Jones, fucking New Mexico, Arizona, <laughs> like crazy canyons, dude. But except in Texas, you got all these crazy exotic animals and they're like, Oh, I'm gonna, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going on a grizzly hunt this spring. <laughs> Fuck yeah! In Texas, it's a nice yes, yes, <laughs> nice little perk. Uh, being a part of Black Rifle, um, sure. And uh, <clears throat> the guy that we're going with came down here and he's like, "Hey, come out to West Texas, go on this odd ad hunt with us," which is like this crazy exotic yeah. ram. I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" I'm like, yeah, it was right at the beginning of the year. And we go out there and I was expecting like, you know, typical West Texas, just flat fucking everything. And next thing I know, I'm hiking up fuck a couple feet, a th- couple thousand feet of elevation. And <clears throat> they're like, I have a 28 Nosler mm. from uh, the guy that owns the property. And like we're 25 to 30 mile an hour crosswinds. And he's like foot and a half right. I'm like. Huh? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. And like that fucking stopping power on that 28 nozzle, yeah, dude. Like, fucking I crazy. Fucking yeah. couldn't believe it. Yeah. How far out were you? It was 420, nice. 425. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Crazy enough. Crazy enough. The, it You're fucking a foot rolled and a half right. How fucking bad was that wind? That fucking, <laughs> dude. Honestly, at that distance, not that bad. Well, that round cuts it, but like if you're running like say a three oh eight, yeah, you'd be like yeah. five, six feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's just the technology within like the last decade or yeah. so, last two decades, something like that. I don't know. I'm thinking five five six in my head, and I'm thinking like we five, should oh, five five six at that distance, you're like thirty 18. feet. Yeah, twenty, <laughs> twenty five feet. At four fifty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh huge. Big well, time. Cause that motherfucker's tumbling. Yeah, but I mean, see, I'm thinking about like Marine Corps fucking known distance range, 500 yards. Yeah, but it must have been a good wind. Like that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, how they were they how were, gnarly is this wind? Because so we were in this. <clears throat> there was this channel in front of us, and we hiked up and around, and then we came over, and they were because all the Audad were fucking chilling out where there was no wind, and so it was like there wasn't really anything to read the wind off of. Like yeah. you, you were nearby and far away and like i was like oh it's not that bad and then he gives you this wind call and you're like you're not fucking reading shit (laughs) (laughs) you're making this up bro yeah yeah that was in the chest okay you're right good for you yeah yeah you must have been watching the mirage or something yeah but they would i've heard a ton of people talking about 28 nosler and goddamn like the the uh the army just got that big contract with Barrett. Yeah. And that new what what is that new rifle they're using? It's got the it's a multi 
the M- caliber exchange fuck, rifle, ninety three or some shit, three thirty eight and yeah. three hundred, yeah, seven six two. It's a little dream gun. Yeah, I don't know. How much it's that better than what we had, buddy. It's better than what we had, but it's not as good as what's out there. Yeah. No. Yeah. Some of those big calibers are just hard to fucking shoot. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. I, I, I once, a, once upon a time, I, I, I made Evan a rifle in three thirty eight, and I don't know that he's ever shot the fucking thing yet. He wanted the most lightweight rifle I could build him in three thirty eight yeah. Lapua, and I'm like, it's gonna hurt, man. It's gonna hurt. Has that got that weird camo, like that gray camo? Yeah. Is that, the, that you built that? I built that. Yeah. He hasn't shot that. Yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because I told him. I told him it would hurt. And he's scared. Evan, you're scared. <laughs> Shoot that rifle, goddammit. Evan doesn't listen to this. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was the, like, uh, I was talking to him. He's like, what do you want to use to kill your fucking grizzly this year? I'm like, you fucking tell me, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. What do I want to use? Well, borrow Evan's 338. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I put a really good muzzle brake on it for him. because. Yeah. That was the saving grace. Did, well, yeah. He's like, did you, did you shoot this? I'm like, fuck no, I didn't shoot it. <laughs> that fucker's going to hurt. It's like a fucking 10-pound 338 Lapua. It's going to hurt. A, we built a oh, seven dude, you're going to feel every ounce oh, of that yeah. shit. We fuck. Built, we built a seven mag for a guy, and uh, and we put a monster fucking break on this thing because, I mean, we knew, and he wanted it same kind of similar setup. I want this for hunting. I want to be able to take down a you know a semi large animal at, at a decent distance, and I need stopping power. Blah blah blah. I want a seven mag, and we try to convince him different, and he's like, "No." I'm like, "Okay, cool." So we built a seven mag, and threw scope on it, test fired, zeroed it, the whole nine, and I think I shot eight, nine rounds out of that to get it zeroed, and. Like, you want to shoot a group to confirm? I'm like, no. Yeah, like grew a third I'm, nipple. Like, I'm all set. Like, this motherfucker, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I couldn't imagine shooting a 338 because they were similar weight rifles. Yeah. I don't know, man. When, when I, like, so I always tailor the weapon that I'm, when I go hunting, like, uh, when I deer hunt in Texas because the deer are fucking small here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 6'5 will do the trick any day of the week. All right. But honestly, I use like a 243 yeah. when I hunt whitetail here in Texas because it's, Fine. That's Plus, essentially a six mil. But Texas, well, or I could use my six mil. Like, I got one of those too. Forty three is this? Yeah, essentially six mil. It is. But like, but it's like uh, Texas hunting is so fucking. It's literally illegal in every other fucking state. <laughs> you know, it's like let's sit in a blind and wait for the feeder to go off, and then they come right. out. and You're like grocery store, bing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's fucking illegal. You go to any, you can't go to Wisconsin and do that. You know what I mean? Like shit, that is illegal as fuck. Now you got, you just got to put a lot of work in before you get to that point. You got to do a lot of baiting. Yeah, yeah. But you can't have the bait out there on the day yeah. that you fucking shoot it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, not here in Texas. It's like fucking feeder went off. Here they come. Right? Like dinner bell. Yeah. And they and, we, and we've like indoctrinated them into doing it. You know what I mean? And I'm not complaining because I like fucking meat. So like, like I, I'm I'm excited about what we get. Like it's awesome. There's, but now there's there's hunts that you can do. It just depends on what you want to do. Um. So like I was up in a, this ranch up by Vanderpool. Yeah. Uh, Bug Scuffle Ranch, and they have. I mean, it's like a 3,000 acre ranch. Amazing. Amazing what they have. And, and I was literally, I was talking to the, the ranch manager and I'm like, Hey, like I was very new to Texas at the time, the first time I went up there and I'm like, I, I, I'm kind of okay with this, but I'm not really okay with it because this isn't anything else I've ever done in my entire life. Like this 
style of hunting where you just sit in a blind of 100 yards away from a feeder and wait for an animal to walk out and everything's totally fine like i don't know about this and he's like uh well if you want to spot and stock he's like we got 800 acres of the worst fucking terrain you can ever think of you can haul through there if you want no i'm good and i was like you got access in there he's like yeah we do and he's like, he's, he goes, I'll make a deal with you. You come up here on a weekend, you spot and stock an Axis buck and you take it, I won't charge you. Ooh. Okay. I was like, really? Ooh. And then COVID happened. And so, oh. and I was, I, I'm constant contact with these guys and I hit him up and he's like, yeah, he's like, well, you know, we're not really taking, you know, hunters and we're trying to keep the city away from the valley because, you know, we don't want to be the guys that bring COVID here and blah, 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 and all this shit. And I'm like, okay. So as soon as everything starts to calm down, I'm going to be like, Hey, remember when you t- talked to me about a spot in stock for an Axis buck? I'm in. Like, Fuck yeah. Let's yeah. fucking do this. <laughs> yeah. I went to some place a while back. Uh, this is a year and a half ago. Uh, out, just out in Divine, not even that far. you know. And I was out there at some high fence place, and we were hunting pigs. We were out there to kill pigs for them. The guy wanted me to like eradicate some pigs for him. And I go out there, and we go driving around on the side-by-side at night, and we pull through this fucking area and all of a sudden all i see is just v-shaped fucking horns pop up everywhere and there's like a herd of like 40 fucking massive ass axis bucks and i'm just like oh let me get one you don't you don't need all the let me have one i'll do one i'll do one dude it was they were fucking huge man and i was like dude just let me get one. Dude, <laughs> like, when fuck. we went, when we went hunting, the size yeah, of the size of those goddamn oh, white tail bucks. So, oh my god, those white tails were giants. But that axis, I was shitting myself over this axis buck that I saw. We were sitting in a blind, and it was, the axis was, and I don't, I couldn't find the formula to do the math on it. And but so I ranged this buck. He was like four hundred and twenty yards, and in my scope, his rack was like two point four mils. At 420 yards. And I don't know what that equals. That's a lot. I know it is fucking <laughs> giant. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. But yeah. Well, what, shit. When did you next hunt, Logan? That bear? Yeah, that the bear? next where, one where, where on you, the schedule up in Alaska. Oh, fuck nice. Yeah. Cole Kramer, who uh, is kind of like the guy. He's got the world record uh, rifle grizzly nice right now uh we got three tags and we're going up there well if you guys ever need a cigar supplier to tag along sure let me know i could use some warfighter up there yeah yeah let me it's know. like three weeks oh god damn out of you, a tag yeah, you do to do yeah, this yeah yeah let me know i'll hook you up yeah it's gonna you. be a fucking wild ride man yeah that'll be awesome that's another thing where i'm sitting out like how the fuck did I find myself in this situation? I'm going to be Alaska. That's awesome. Well, it's like, man, there, there's not too many experiences like that where you're like, have this oppor- this crazy opportunity to do something like that. And it's yeah. like the most, you've heard Rogan's podcast about the fucking short tooth bear and like, all it's like, it is the fucking pristine predator on this right. planet. And you're going to go fucking head to head with it. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah. What, grizzly? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. See, one of my favorite meats on the planet is black bear. Yeah. Right? Like, if you can get a black bear that's been eating blueberries, it's the greatest fucking meat on the planet. I mean, they all have trichinosis. You got to cook the fuck out of it, but it's delicious. You know what I mean? I don't know about grizzly. I'm very, very curious about grizzly because well, that's, the meat eater. 
Yeah, this uh, the bear guide we're going with, Cole. He's he he knows a lot about hunting in general, but <clears throat> he he's a meat connoisseur, you could say. Maybe that's a a fucking term. I don't know. I would say that. I'd say that's safe. It's, yeah. it's kind of gay. But it's like <laughs> how, how many? You, seven, eight hundred pounds. You get out of those times yeah. three. Right. Something yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll eat the shit out of that. That's the thing, though. You don't really. I didn't want to hunt a moose until I tried it. Yeah. 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 And then I was like, oh my it's so god, good. it's moose so is fucking delicious, fucking dude. good, man. I want to go get a caribou. I want to go up in Alaska when they do the fucking... Because, again, it's like shooting fish in a fucking barrel. There's a million of them up there. Like, I want to get caribou. Yeah. I think that's would be I, I, fun. I would love to shoot a grizzly, but I, I want to do it with, like, a Smith & Wesson 500 hand gun. It's <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> Why not? Right? Make yeah. sure we get those life insurance policies. I don't give a fuck. You go do that. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Dave, I, I got told earlier that you're going to be the new HR guy here at, uh, at uh, Warfighter, so you're going to... Need to take care of Scott's life insurance. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, totally, totally. Yeah, you want all this debt? That's good for you, buddy. <laughs> well, fuck, boys. Yeah, had yeah. some cigars, had some drinks, had some good conversation. I think it's time to call it. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Thanks Lo- for having me, guys. Logan, Logan thank, thank you for being on. So yeah. much, man. It was good talking to you again. Fuck, it's God been, damn uh, right. It's been a couple of years. And- it was good to meet you, dude. Like, uh, Absolutely. Because like, like, you know these fucking two D-Gens, but I actually just met him about an hour ago. So, uh, no, man, uh, I've always been a fan of the work, dude, and I'm, I'm happy that you uh, came and, yeah, and graced us on this mediocre fucking show. <laughs> and uh, we appreciate the fuck out of it, man. It was awesome. To, it was a good it was time. Awesome it was a fucking yeah. great time. So guys. I'm going to raise my glass and uh, just say thank you for being my freedom friend, all you guys. Amen, brother. And uh, like, share, subscribe, smash all those buttons, leave us a review. We want to we want to hear what you guys think. And, uh, you know, as as always, uh, there's just three little pieces of advice. Before we get to that. What is it? Tell your mom. You got to tell your mom. You got to tell your friends. You got to tell your mom's friends. That's true. John's looking for a butthole scarf. Eventually, he's going to find it. All right. We're still on the hunt, but it's going to happen. Um. Yeah, there's just three little pieces of advice that we like to give around here, and it's real simple. It's just words to live by, I think. Uh, Scott, why don't you kick it off? Ooh, let's go with smoke on. Smoke on. Yeah, I like that. Drink on. Drink on. God damn it, boys. Freedom to fuck on. Yes, sir. Cheers. Have a good one. We'll see you guys later. Amen.